Is that going to be the first sound? Sounds like a wet one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a wet fart. <laughs> I can't Sounds help like it. Sounds rubbing balloons together. It sounds like a cartoon character has like, hit a window and they're like sliding down it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Classic. No, it's just it's just like with the Fire Emblem video that just uh, Duncan sees a critical hit and he responds with... Sounds like apparently, Final 1 to me. Apparently, apparently Duncan fart noises just make people laugh. Uh, to, me, to me, that noise will sound like Formula 1. That was Formula E that you watched on Saturday. Formula E, it's all the same thing. That's entertaining, though. It's actually more entertaining. There's a lot more crashes that happen in that. And it's a lot more crashes where the drivers are safe. There's a lot more crashes where the drivers go, "Uh, my car's falling to pieces, and I let it fall on the track. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I was just wondering whether someone would try and take the inside line there and just... uh, Put this. Fuck you! (laughs) Yeah. But, From you know, parts nice. to I'd Formula like to One. Formula E. He's the electric one. Formula One will go around and go. Zoom. But Formula E is where you wear. I can't even do it now. You just hear. You just hear. As they try turning, moving. Tomorrow, you just hear squeaks. Yeah, because it's, it's an electric. It's got a load of mice running around in it. <laughs> now you see that would be animal cruelty. That's only if you see the animals. Formula Squeak. It's the, fir- <laughs> it's the FIA's first mouse-powered racing league. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking Just of... imagine uh, how many they must have, though, to be able to move the car that speed. Oh, hundreds of thousands. Yeah. It, it oh, contains the block point of cheese one. in front of them. That's on a, that's on a string. Ah, <laughs> Formula Cheese. Uh, I was watching Mousetrap earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing, though. Oh, Mousetrap. What a fun film. It's really shows its age, though. I mean, Lee Evans and Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane doesn't look like he's aged that much. <laughs> Lee, Lee Evans looks like he's got a lot older. Yeah, since, yeah. But, I mean, you know, when you when you're the guy who voiced Timon, uh, Timon, then uh, it's just as it is. Mm. I've aged. I've probably aged over two years. Like you right now? Yeah, I'm actually aging right now. Just Ryan's about. gonna be, Ryan's gonna be 57 by the time this podcast ends. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so you know, so about two or three years older than you currently are. Yeah. So uh, in that case, <laughs> let's let's continue to age. Wow, Ryan, you fucked. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this is the Immaterial Gamers podcast. Hello. And Ryan's an old man. Speaking of getting yeah. older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the podcast it does get older. I'm Ryan, and I am. Hmm. What am I today? Ah, uh, yes, because no, of the cold that I've got, we are we are cough sweets. So I am Jakeman's cherry menthol sweets because I'm eating one right now during the podcast. And uh, joining us this week is Stefan, who is Hall's extra strong. Fuck! Why do I have to be this part of this all this horrible shit that you wear? I don't take Hall's; they taste like shit. Yeah, but. Uh, they, they, they're strong and just get in your face. So, uh, yeah, Steph, that's you. Um, for this episode. We'll, and I'm we'll Duncan. We'll I'm Ricola. I was actually going to say that Duncan is is uh, uh, Blackcurrant Suvers. 
I don't know what that is. It's just a it's a cough sweet that also helps with the throat. I mean, at that point, you could also be strepsils. Can you not be? Isn't he like a fox version? Fox. Well, he's a fox mint glacial. Are you yeah. saying I'm foxy? No, um, you're just ginger like a fox. You just you yeah. It's just bad news, right? Video games. Um, what? he is he is the right ginger there. So you you you've gone into a nice like brownie ginger, while Duncan's a nice bright. Fox ginger. Yeah, I'm nice and red. Duncan's not got to the age yet where his hair changes colour. I'm red. I'm a red boy. Oh. Uh, he's also, you know, he's also got full hair. He's not balding. I'm not likely to go to change colours soon. My, uh, hair colour is really strong in my family, actually. I've got great hair genes. My dad's still got a full head of hair. My mom's like... Yeah, I've 50... actually My mom's like 53 and she's still got all of her Ooh, natural hair colour. Dad's like 60. Wow. Yeah, it is. It is me. My hair's probably going to be gone by the time I'm uh, 40. I was going to say, say, by the time you're 30, it's just like... uh Yeah. Yeah, but you see, I don't know know if that's the... I don't know if that's the male pattern baldness or if that's the stress. I'm not sure which. What stress? Male pattern stressness. Yeah. Post-traumatic hair loss disorder. I'm assuming. Maybe? The stress from dealing with us. Look Ryan, what we've done to him, Duncan. Ryan is Ryan is constantly worried because everyone keeps telling him that he looks worried. <laughs> he, he's balding yeah. because people keep telling him he's balding. Yeah, that's probably what it is. It's just like, oh, Ryan, you're losing the top of your hair again. Am I? Just grab a chunk. Just like two or three hairs just fall out. It's he's like, like stop, stop drawing attention to it. Yeah, if you can't see, it's not going bald. Wow, I, 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 I didn't. Wow, I, I can't believe you're just you're going bald right now. It's just like every every more time someone points like, out it. him, he just rips out Mar going no. Great. So what you're saying? I'm basically I'm Turk out of Scrubs. We've not got the basically. tickets, and that's the reason why he's bald is because he pulled his afro out of the fact that he didn't get to see Michael Jordan. No, I'm going more with Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. He pulled his hair out every time he found out he was having a kid. Well, oh, poor fucker. I don't even have that excuse. Nope. You just have to be dealing with us and with us. Constantly reminding you you're going bald, so you keep pulling it out. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, in, in that case, so that I don't lose all my hair during this podcast, I want it to be right. a bit more gradual. Let's Let, uh, let's get yeah, let's let's sidestep Ryan's midlife crisis and uh, yeah, just get on and, with uh, the the topics of the day, played. shall we? Yeah, so he, he needs to start dating someone half his age and buy a Lamborghini. Yeah, so we do have a news <laughs> discussion, a question discussion. But uh, before I get that Lamborghini through stress, the yeah, what's been played? What's been played? Steph. Yes. You, what's been played? He he, he literally just asked. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, I've not played anything new. I've gone back to Dragon Age Origins. Okay, fair enough. I'm literally waiting for the new Dragon. Age. I want to have it all fresh in my mind. You're waiting for a while, when... aren't you? Yes. That's why I'm taking my sweet time. <laughs> didn't, the Dragon, didn't the Dragon Age crew like almost kill themselves? No, half of them quit. <laughs> that was a, that was the Anthem crew. Uh, you know, due to good old Bioware magic, as it's known. Anthem died. Dragon Age left. <laughs> uh, Anthem's apparently being rebuilt from the ground up. I don't know when. Don't know how. <laughs> yeah, speaking Alexa of midlife, even know that. Speaking of midlife crises, yeah, and yeah. stress, and going bald, and all those other things. Yeah, that is. Basically, any developer at Bioware. That's including the females. 
this is uh, Lisa got equal opportunities going. You have equal opportunities to go bold, get stressed, and regret yeah. that career you've been dreaming for. In the whole three of Dragon Age, there's only four characters, three characters that have made it through all three. Go for it. I'm one of them. Sandra. Sandra. Not Sandra. Lila Sandra. Yeah. The, um, the bad that you first meet in Leverdrin. She's yep. also in number two, but she don't pay till the end. Okay. She's also the one of the main heads in the, in the Inquisitor. Right. Then you've got the two dwarves. Oh, of course. The, the father and son, adopted son thing of the... I forget the names. Sandal! S- Sandal and his father, whatever it is, who just goes enchantments or sells you stuff. Yeah. They're, they're the only three that I know make it through all games. Oh, and I believe Flemeth makes it into number two. I don't think she makes it in number three. What about what about Mrs. Chantry Assassin Woman? No, that's that's the woman from Lion. That's um, Lysandra. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Because I... she, she's in number one as the, the bad. And then in number two, you find out she's the head of the Inquisitors. Yeah. And then in number three, you, you're working with her. I see. Because that's when it's Dragon Age Inquisitor. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, which origin are you running this time? The original. The first. No, no, I meant which character's origin oh, are you running? Um, cause, uh, as I pointed out to you, there's not much to do with humans, so I've gone human noble. Uh, <laughs> the only thing you can do when you want to be a warrior or a rogue... I am a warrior, mm. human. Uh, I seem to noble. just go straight to that class, and I hate the f- I hate the fact when you, you pick warrior as your first class, it automatically goes your first ability. It always unlocks at least one ability for you straight off the bat. Yeah, and after that, you get to pick your other two abilities that unlock. I'd like to know why does it pick your first ability when you may not want a sword and shield? No, you're a warrior. You must wield a sword and shield. No, I want a two wheel. I want a two handed blade. Two swords. Yeah. Two shields. Yeah, do, uh, <laughs> two shields. Just walking. I've got two shields. Just you defend. Just, just, yeah, just you defend with one. Just run head first. <laughs> just run head first at the enemy with two shields in front of you. It's like, Leroy! <laughs> to be honest, um, you probably win purely on the fact that you're freaking them the fuck out. You look, you, like, look, you look like Captain wait, America in uh, Infinity War. In yeah. Annoying me as well. It's like, Alistair comes with his full equipment. That's fine. Yeah. Fair enough. When you get Stan, he gets no equipment, so you have to make sure you have equipment for it. Oh, he's just going to sit there trying to punch things to death. Yeah. And then, when you get Lysandra, all her abilities that she's unlocked are for bows, yet she only has a dagger. <laughs> yeah. It's like... But then, the most op thing you can build in all of the Dragon Age, by the way, is an archer. Really, no? Yes. They are the most squishiest thing, but they're the first thing that can hit a... A hundred damage with a single shot. Right. And they are more often to hit crits because of certain ways you can spec bows. Well, find spec bows specs where they have like almost a hundred percent crit chance. <laughs> so it's like, mm. think, oh look, I hit a thousand off this enemy, and I just got the achievement for hit for hitting a hundred. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, but bows are one of the most OPS things in that game. Hmm. Actually, I try to avoid using them at all costs. Oh, don't you? Don't you want to just ruffle stomp well, through the game? Well, in the first game I played, I I tried Archer. It's the most hardest thing to start off as, by the way. Mm. So what I tend to do is 
I play as another character while my main character sits in the background shooting himself. Shooting his um. Shooting himself. The computer controls him. The computer controls him. The the um NPC controls him while I control the other character. And then um, right at the end of the game, this is the first time I ever played. Um, I two shot the boss at the end. Right at the end of the game, just went. Pew, pew, done. <laughs> Don't get wow. me wrong. I I was playing. I think the first time I ever played was easier, and. I did just literally do everything and anything I could find. Because mm. Dragon Age is one of them things that you need someone with a bit of everything. Yeah. To be able to get everything in the game. You need you need to make sure you've got a thief. You need to make sure you've got someone who can speak to people. You need to make, Well, to be honest, you need to make sure your main character can speak to people because he's the only one who speaks to anyone else. Yeah. So you need to make sure he's good at lying, pressure, and everything else. Um, so he's good conversation. You need someone who's a good at combat, so mainly Alistair or Stan. Then you need someone who's good at thievery, someone who's good at potions. Because half the time you always find someone who goes, I need this being made, but you need to be like this level potion maker for it. Mm. And if you do not have that person on you, or they do not have that level, you cannot pick that up. And you just basically go, sorry, I can't help you, and you can't, you cannot get that quest again. Ugh. Which is a bit annoying. Especially in the first one. I'm not sh- I don't think number two had that much of an issue with it. Number oh, I'm so did. glad you finished that sentence off, because for a second I thought you were just going to say Dragon Age 2 didn't have that much. To be honest, Dragon Age 2 seemed like a shorter story to me. Mm-hmm. But was a better told than Origin. Yeah. Origin had loads of stuff to do, and the story was all over the place. While Dragon Age 2 was very linear. Linear? Linear? Linear, yeah. It was very linear. And it was a better story told. Mm. Inquisitor, they tried doing both, I feel. I, can, I really can't remember what happened in Inquisitor that much. You traveled down so open much, world maps. There's so much you can miss Inquisitor. Mm. Because you don't have certain people at certain points. Or yeah. you have to go from one side of the map to another point with the certain person. It's like, but I went there the first time to find out that I needed the certain person. I'm not doing it again. And yet? I don't normally do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Inquisitor is one of it came to that point where I just couldn't be bothered doing absolutely everything. So, as I'm taking my time through Dragon Age Origin and doing the DLCs for Dragon Age Origin as well, I will do again Dragon Age 2, absolutely find everything, smash everything, and Inquisitor actually do absolutely everything. And you'll is, be ready... For uh, to for do Bio it all Shutting again down. because yeah, I was about to say do it all over again because Dragon Age Four might not be coming again. Yeah, so you know, well, you're having fun there, Steph, and that's that's a good thing. That's the uh, you say that's a good thing. Make it make make the game Bioware's... crashed at the same point twice in the last two days, and and then I got past it today, and it was like thank God for that. So Dragon Age Origin still has the bug every now and then where. If you've done certain things before you go to a certain area, it kind of crashes and goes, no, go back. <coughs> oh, by the way, you, you silly, silly people. How old is Dragon Age Origin nowadays? Uh, let's have a look. 2000 and... It came out with, like, sort of Xbox 360 style, didn't it? So, 2007? 2009. Release date. Wow. Oh, older than I thought it was. Or it's younger than I thought it was. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, 
Well, it's nice to see you, you sort of having fun with it again. And we'll we'll hope that you will you'll get the Dragon Age four that you want. I mean, if not, at least you get Dragon Age four. Maybe. Wow, well, wasn't expecting that to kill the conversation that dead. To be honest, I- I'm sorry. I'm just watching good dead man. I'm watching a little preview. I think of history of the Dragon Age origin, which um, I've never seen before, and I've never seen the cut screen that is actually doing. So I don't know what it's from. Well, the game came out. There's the history. But best thing is, this came out ten years after the game released. Well, it's someone's, it's someone's video, isn't it? I just but... want to know where that video's from. Like, it's a live. It's like the game footage. Well, not game footage, but game. What do you call it? Um, cut screen. Mm. But I just don't know which one it's from. I think it might be from Inquisitor, to be honest. Oh, that that's really classic, then, isn't it? Here's this uh, to show you the history of something. Here's this. Uh, here's this cutscene from a game that's not even the bit that we're trying to look at. Here's from the future games. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll 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 move it on. Duncan. Me. Ooh. Oh wow. man. You know, I'm I'm just I'm in a rut. I need to I need to play other games because I'm just playing the same All I shit do is play week after week after week. I'm just playing so much lol. Uh, lately like though, it's, lol's kind of pissing me off a little bit. That's because you're just laggy. Well, yeah, but it's really not my fault. I've established this by playing other games and doing other things on the internet. It's the internet's fault. Well, no, we believe it's le- we believe it's Riot's fault. Something Basically, is happening between you, me and Riot servers that do you remember Ryan is when disagreeing. They, Riot had a load of issues with um, Virgin Media. Yeah, I believe they're doing that with Duncan's network now. Oh, wonderful. Damn you, Rogers! Oh, Rogers! I'm getting right Rogered by Rogers. Oh, oh, that could have been the well, one played. I, 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 I played customer service with Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'll be honest, I don't know what it means to be Roger. Disconnected, in it. Yeah. What does it mean to be Rogered? Are you searching this up? No one knows what it's like to be Rogers. Oh, well. Oh. That's definitely not what was happening to me. Oh. Or, you know, maybe a certain version of it. Um, but anyway. I'm yeah. looking this up. <laughs> but anyway. The whole the whole point is it sucks. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> For a man has been <laughs> Oh, uh um Mm mm. Yeah. But you know, anyway. So yeah, League of Legends has been terrible. I've been lagging really badly to the point, you know, it's at times it's not bad, and at other times it's like unplayable. I'm gonna blame you know, the season. Things are just things are just going real bad with law. So you know, I've been looking to other places for entertainment. You know, I've been looking, doing a watching a lot of YouTube. Uh, lately, I've been getting back into Fire Emblem a little bit. Mm-hmm. Playing uh, Three Houses on my own file, not the. Uh, as opposed to the Let's Play file. Not the Better Together file. Yes, I've uh, recently been... What was I doing? My brain's dead. Uh, so anyway, they're in this game. There's um, there's a special class, a special promotion you can get for male mage characters. Okay. Called the Dark Mage, and uh, eventually the Dark Bishop. Oh, of course. But you can only get these things you can only do these promotions using a special item called a dark seal. Ah. And there and there's exactly 
one way to get dark seals in the game, which is okay. to uh, either no, you either defeat or steal them from a character called the Death Knight, who uh, is aptly named. He's oh, is basically he just that one that just sits there and yeah. Well, he in the one mission he just sits there, but uh, in other missions he moves. Oh, and uh, a bit more threat. Bit more of a threat, yeah. Uh, and uh, so defeating the Death Knight is um, really difficult, uh, nearly impossible, in fact, especially in the early parts of the game. Yeah. Um. So I kept trying to figure out how I could, you know, get the Dark Seal from him. And uh, at one point, I I threw my like entire team and used like every gambit I had at my disposal. Gambits are basically like special abilities where you know you can do damage to enemies from afar and also apply some kind of special ability, and enemies can't counter them. Right. Okay. So I thought, okay, well, if I attack him from literally anywhere, like on the entire map, he can counter me because of his special ability. Uh, he has like a. 200% crit chance, so every time yeah. he attacks me, I die instantly. So I have to use this, these abilities to get him. I threw every single gambit I had at him. I got him down like, I don't know, like a third of his health and then I just died. Boo. And then I realized there's actually a really, really simple way of getting a Dark Seal off of him that I just totally overlooked this entire time. Oh yeah? So you can steal items from people if you have a higher speed than them and you have a thief character, right. which is which is only which is only useful if you can steal and then escape from someone. Okay. So initially you run into the same problem as uh, as just fighting him straight up, because you know once you steal from him, it's like he's a mounted unit. There's no way the thieves are not mounted, which means you can't run away from him. Mm. So what I did. The inevitable. So, but there's a really simple way to fix that problem to circumvent that problem because all you have to do. Because the Death Knight is not like a required fight, at least not in the early parts of the game. I don't know if he becomes required later, but in the early parts of the game, when you you know uh, can't kill him, obviously he's not required to defeat at this point in the game. So all you have to do is steal from him and then complete the mission on the same turn. You know, defeat the enemy leader or what what have you. Right, I get you. So that's the... what I did this morning. I I, I stole a Dark Seal. I finished the mission. I'm like, yeah, now I get to promote my guy to special dark mage. Sweet. So I guess the next time I see the Death Knight, I'll employ, employ the same technique. And yeah. it, it, part of me was like kind of disappointed that it was that simple. Like, obviously, I was relieved that it was easy. But part of me was like, you know, like I went to bed last night just like coming up with plots of how I could figure it out. I was like, okay, well, if I send in a unit, steal it. And then I warp that unit away, and then I recall the person who warped her using a rescue ability. I can possibly get away from him with it before he can before he can kill me. And then I realize I could just be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, just kill the enemy commander. You win, GG." <laughs> oh, okay, uh, well, fair enough. Sounds like you had the uh, you had the almost um, the always sunny in Philadelphia conspiracy board for your ideas of how to uh, how to defeat him, and then just went wait. It's like or. Just do it this way. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, it's actually I would I would compare it more to uh like the Emperor's New Groove, uh <laughs> when when Isma Isma's coming up with a plan to assassinate Cusco. Yeah, it's like uh... I'll put this. It's like I'll put this box. It's like first I'll turn him into a flea, then I'll put him in a box, then I'll put that box in another box, then I'll mail it to myself and I'll smash it with a hammer. <laughs> or I could just use poison. So, oh, that works too. Uh, 
clever. Sweet. So, we've had Dragon Age, and the the slow realisation that Bioware may not be knowing what they're doing. That, that's we've not had... slow, that, that was um, already noticed, well noticed beforehand. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. But then we've had, uh, we've had Fire Emblem Three Houses, and the slow realisation that Duncan had the answer in front of him. Which is which is it, good. It all it all came together, just like a yeah. just like a good plan, you know. Yeah. Another n- uh, yeah. There you go. Another another prisoner group reference. Oh, oh yeah, it's all coming together. Yeah. And then uh yeah then there's me who realized he installed something on his Game Pass months ago and never bothered playing it, so he started today. <laughs> I I played Bloodstained, Ritual oh of the Night. It's uh. It's what what people are considering as a spiritual successor to Castlevania Symphony of the Night, the uh, platformy RPG style Metroidvania games, as made popular by, of course, the combination of Castlevania and uh, Star Wars. Yeah, and Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> no, Metroid, obviously. Metroid. Specifically, Metroidvania came in through what? It was a combination of, of Super Metroid and Castlevania Symphony of the Night were the big key ones that made the Metroidvania genre a thing. In so, uh, Yeah, so played this game that was kickstarted years ago to make this uh, to make this bloodstained successor, and I like it. The main character is a character called Miriam, a woman who was left in a slumber for ten years after being tinkered around with some crazy alchemist scientist dudes that give her some sort of crystal so properties it, to take on mm, demons. So we got alchemists tinkling with uh, random maidens. Coming back. Sounds like, sounds like a right rogering. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it, it turns out the storyline's like demons bust through in like Industrial Revolution busts? Europe. They, they bust through hell, and these alchemists decided the only way they could deal with them is to meld some crystals inside some humans and sacrifice them all so they could seal the underworld up. Obviously, things went according to plan. They didn't. And ten years they never later... never do. Yeah, they, rituals, they do. Crazy demon rituals never go right, quite right. That's sometimes, correct. Sometimes they'll like initially start going right, and then it'll just fall apart at the end. Other times, just be like, nah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there were apparently only two survivors of this shard-binding process uh, who weren't um, sacrificed, and one was called Gabble. Yes, that's how it's actually pronounced. It looks like Gabriel, Gabble, but it's not. It's Gabble. Gabble. And his sister, Miriam, who didn't get sacrificed purely due to the fact that she suddenly ended up in a ten-year coma. How coincidental. How yeah. So, uh, yeah, you control Miriam, who now turned out that her brother has now done the dastardly and has brought back the demons in the form of a giant castle that is definitely not come from the Castlevania games. No, it came from Disney World. No. Well, I'm no. sorry, I mean Disneyland. No, that didn't happen either. But uh, but still. Indeed. Really, right, we're going to let the podcast know on this. Uh, shard binding more like shard binding, eh? You were, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's take a screenshot, sure. don't. So yeah, you go through the castle, take down your evil brother who's decided to bring back the demons because he was annoyed that the humans turned him into some crazy monster thing to try and save the world. 
Um, and you go and do it with your abilities. However, the storyline is that your abilities are now progressing at a rate that makes you a corrupted human being quicker than the normal. But it means you get to use really cool spells and shit. So, you know. Power, responsibility, balance. I can cast a giant fireball that goes across the room, or a giant drill sword to come from my chest. So, I... It's a bit better. But other than that, it's so so much so. So far, so Castlevania is what I was trying to say there. You go through rooms, one giant map. There are save rooms that restore all your health. There are, you know, there are tons of monsters which respawn every time you go from different room to different room. You gain experience. You have health. You have mana. If you die, you lose. Sounds like like classic Ripaga. Yeah, classic Ripaga, classic Metroidvania. I think David Hate is in it, though. Good old Solid Snake himself, I think. I may be talking bullshit, though. Yeah, there's a a samurai called Zangetsu. Of course there is. Um, There's always a samurai called Zangetsu. Yeah, so I just want to to have a look. No, no, there we go. Voice actor English David Hater. Of course it is. You you cannot get away from that voice. It just... Which which I've heard him speak normally, and he doesn't speak like that. Oh, you don't say. He's saying the voice actor doesn't always sound no. the same no, in his no, day-to-day yeah, life. I mean, what I mean is, like, the David Hater man, and, you know, he's he's fine, yeah, as he is. But it seems that every character he voices is gruff. <sighs> it's what? Yeah, no, gruff. But, uh, yeah. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. <laughs> I can't do it with the cold... Metal Gear. You couldn't do it before the cold. I could do it better, but uh. I like Ryan's like Metal Gear. Yeah. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. God, imagine, imagine, like, imagine Solid Snake if he was just like some sort of anime ten-year-old instead. Metal imagine Gear. Ma- imagine him, Marf. You sound like fucking Donald Duck. I will take out my brother. <laughs> okay, now no, he sounds more like Gollum. Yeah, I was about to say. What do you think I can't? What, what do you think I'm one Metal. of those guys who could just do a Donald Duck impression? Yeah, I need at least right. sixty more years of smoking to uh, to do that. Uh, yeah, but now so it's a good, more good way to get a, don- a good Donald Duck thing is even helium and then just make it really like croaky almost. Ah, it sure. Sounds pretty good as Donald Duck. We could just get Joe Pasquale to do it. Can we just not hire Donald Duck himself? Donald Duck is right. Donald Duck isn't actually a person you can hire. It's not like I yeah, well, Jay is. He lives at he, he lives at the Disney Castle in Florida. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Christ. Or, or Disneyland in Paris. Look, and his name is not actually John, he a, and he's got a you know. He's pr- Donald Duck's rich. He he has a few different homes. <sighs> yeah, and don't forget, he's got his uncle Scrooge. Oh yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Oh who, well. Who um who kills himself every time he jumps into that giant vault of times that's hold on that's we we all know that scrooge mcduck is a demigod and is invulnerable to harm yeah yeah he has the ability when he touches gold it turns to liquid around him wait hold on so he's a weird alchemist everything he everything that's gold that he touches turns to more gold no it turn it turns to gold liquid uh, that's how we can swim through the coins fair I like it turns into liquid from... as he goes through, and as he stops touching it, they just turn back to coins again. Yeah, I love how we got to sort of to to Scrooge McDuck from David Hayer. 
God, we, we know how to we know how to do six degrees of Kevin Bacon, don't we? I'm sorry, we've had conversations before and we're going, Why are we talking about this? And it goes, Well it started from this, I think. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's we've true. we've been talking about this for about five hours now. Yeah. So uh yeah, the game the game's also difficult, which is nice. I spent uh, let's see, three, four times trying to take on the first boss and died. Since then, however, things have got a little bit easier. Got to the third boss and I just stood there and it killed itself. It was great. So yeah, I'll play more of that and probably get to the end of it. Sounds very nice. Or do or do I get to the inverted castle? Yeah, because that's a thing. Again, not stolen from Castlevania. I know it was the same developer who made it, mind, but it got stolen I mean, by come Disney. On. Anyway, let's move on from Disney and, and Castlevania because we'll move to. Here's something Ryan's going to rant about today. News time. Oh boy. So uh, yeah. So, last week's news, you know, happened, as always happens as I bloody upload the podcast for the previous week. So, I've been looking forward to Final Fantasy VII Remake, yeah. like a lot of people. I know about this. You, you've already told me about this. Yeah. And, you know, I was alright slightly on this, um, so it came up. I've put a, I've put an article from Eurogamer on there, but you could see it anywhere in the world, because everywhere bloody announced it. The Final Fantasy VII Remake was due to be out on March the 20th, and it's now coming out on April the 20th instead, being delayed by a month. At the same time, uh, Marvel's Avengers, the video game, has been delayed until sometime. Forever. Hopefully. Somewhere with Dragon Age. Uh, yeah, yeah, in the Never Realm. So, uh, yeah, so that happened. And then I was like, oh, right, that's fine. Gives me more time to finish Final Fantasy X 2, and then... Set up the PlayStation so I can actually record Final Fantasy VII Remake. So yeah, so I was doing that and I was speaking to my workmates and they all turned around and said to me, it's like, yeah, but Ryan, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out in in April. And I was like, ah, shit, because I want to play that game. I've played The Witcher, you know, CD Projekt Red do good games, everything's fine, it's all, it's all great. 24 hours later, Cyberpunk 27, uh, 2077 delayed by five months. I think I don't think Cyberpunk was delayed. I think they were just scared of going against Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah. I mean, wait, hold on. What Cyberpunk was scared against going against Final Fantasy VII Remake? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. It would be the it would have been the other way around. Clearly, nostalgia only goes so far. But you know, we get we get there and it gets delayed. Uh, while you know, I'm then happy on two occasions. One, I can carry on doing the Final Fantasy VII Remake plans that I wanted to do, and two. Because it comes out in September, I could finagle people for getting it as a Christmas present, Christmas present, birthday present. Aha. Everything was looking up Ryan. And we were like, oh, good, good. CG Project Red didn't need to resort to crunch to get the game out for April. They were just going to delay it, take the time, everything's great, and bring it out in September. So, uh, yeah. And uh, uh, let's see. Behold my disappointment. When I see then that the next day, they're having an interview with various media magazines about why they were delaying the game and what they wanted to do with it and what they were promising. That's what they said. They didn't say that. No, but that's what What they they really wanted to say. Well, they did turn around and said something worse. They they will be crunching to finish Cyberpunk 2077, even though it's being delayed till September. This article from PC Gamer... Uh, who he? CD Projekt's co-CEO Adam, where's Darius when you need him? Adam Kiznik, Kin Kins, Kickens, 
I don't know where he is, by the way. You nailed it, man. Just there. like every you, hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he he was quoted as saying that they'll try to limit crunch as much as possible, but it is the final stage. We try to be reasonable in this regard, but yes, unfortunately, the team will be required to crunch. Well, what's the point of the five months development, and how are you five months out in development for a game that was due to be coming out in three months' time, and be in a situation where you need to crunch? You know, for those who don't know, the the term crunch is given to the point where you basically get your workers in to do ridiculous hours, sometimes unpaid, in order to rush a game out for, or to get the game out for an intended release date. Crunch is generally used for when you've not got the ability to delay a game, usually due to a publisher's demand, and you basically have to force it out the door, hell or high water, by that day. People who have done crunch. Activision. 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 Bioware. Activision. Activision. EA. Activision. Are you kind of seeing where I'm getting at? Oh, Ubisoft. Oh, I mean, you've got Oranger. Oranger. Oh, that's EA. Just keep... Well, just say yeah. all the sub, subs. Just say all the subs. Subs. Yeah, affects so, so a, affects other industries, too. You know. Yeah. It does. It does. Crunch, crunch is happening, you know, everywhere. But... Everybody you would have thought crunch. in this particular situation, the word crunch shouldn't even be necessary. You're self-publishing. Your fans have been waiting for this game for years anyway. What's an extra five months? They've said that themselves. Wait, you yeah, know? but didn't then EA said that about that Anthem when Anthem was announced, what, like three years before it came out? Yeah, except now that we look at it, we can take the rose-tinted glasses that we had off. Yeah. What did they actually provide to us in all that hype before that game came out? Let's be honest, There was <laughs> when you eventually think about it, there was probably more in the fucking E3 hype trailer than there actually was in the game itself, which is, you know, depressing. Which game is that now? I wasn't thinking that. Anthem. Oh, yes. Man, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. CD Projekt Red, you've disappointed me. You shouldn't need to crunch. Maybe that's just me. Does anyone get any other opinions? Yeah, crunch, no, crunch, I mean, crunch. I'm... The only thing I'm, that should have to crunch is Captain Crunch. I'm, I'm pretty morally against the crunch culture. Uh, I don't, you know, I understand, you know... I understand, like, self-inflicted crunch, where it's just like... It's like you're just really excited about something, and you just kind of get consumed by it. You know, if it's voluntary and you put it on yourself because you just really want to get something done, it's like, okay, yeah. you know, you do you. Duncan is the leader of the crunch. You know, or if someone's been, like, really mismanaging their time and their resources <laughs> and they've just been irresponsible and they have to meet a deadline, then it's like, okay, well, this you put this on yourself. But as a general rule, I, I don't like it when people mm-hmm. push themselves. It's a bad trend. It's becoming uh, l- a little bit too normal. A little too normalized, and uh, I think it's on a healthy practice. And really, it's just like I'd rather you took the time to, you know, complete the project at your own pace, not get overwhelmed, don't make any mistakes, don't rush it, don't hurt yourself, and just let the project be what it was always meant to be, rather than what you, you know, <laughs> what you what you decided to settle for because uh, you put a limitation on yourself. Yeah, yeah. that's me. Just- just just mad. Steph? Yeah. You got any anything to add? I feel like I'm about to sneeze again. Uh hmm. I'm trying to hold it in. Let it go. 
Let it go. Stefan's nose is doing crunch time. Yeah. It's more crunch than you'll ever see. It's like, normally we, you know, we move air through this nostril at a fairly consistent pace, you know. But yeah. uh, today is just like, I'm just going to be like, get the pussy, pussy, yeah. push that air push, out. Push the nose has had to experience some sort of crunch to get the sneeze out for its scheduled date of today. Of right this second. It, it, it did give me its time schedule. It did say there'll at least be two today. <laughs> right, so, uh, yeah, you know what? I've decided that that's actually quite a depressing bit of news on there. So uh, let's do one more. It's one that Steph posted. But oh, from last already watched. Yeah. Again, this came out on the day that the podcast came out. And it was a nice, a nice story of gaming stuff. Uh, there, was a, there was a teenager in Blighty who, you know, was just playing a game, speaking with his friend online. And he felt a little tired. So he chilled out, moved his mic and that, and went to bed. He then started suffering an epileptic seizure. Well, and you don't get hate to see that. Yeah. So, um, his friend heard the signs. His online friend heard the signs. And she called the police. Now, the thing that makes that a little different is she's she, she was playing the game with him. She's from Texas. So she got the number for the Cheshire Police Service. Because that's where the other, the other teenager was from. And Mr. Aiden, Aiden Jackson. And this 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 friend, twenty uh, year old Dia Lathora, had, had phoned the police and said that my friend is suffering a seizure, and I just need you to go check on him. They did. They got to the house with a couple of dumbfounded parents who just thought he was just being quiet like a teenager does. Her words. I'm yeah, assuming they thought he went do. to bed. Yeah, they just thought he was just you know. There's just times where he just yeah go to bed, just being a bit quiet. And uh, yeah, we was no hard surprise when we got in. You know. Uh, a knock on the door from a couple of police officers who said that we need to check on our, our son. And, you know, he's all fine now. He's he's all great. And, uh, yeah. They came on the idea. It's like, yeah, this is this is the good of gaming. You actually make friends with people. And if one of us has a seizure, we can contact them and everything's, you know. Everything's I feel great, like so. at this point, um, all games should come with um, telephone numbers for every country's police. Hmm. Especially if you become friends like where you know where they live and shit like that. Well, you know roughly where they'll live. That yeah. is a shitload of phone numbers, to be fair. Well, I guess it's not, well... Well, think of it, all you need is the country's police. From there, you can they can direct you to the police that you need. Mm. So technically, you just need one number for every country. Yeah. And then from there, you go, okay, my mate lives in this place. And they could set it up for... the. The country could set it up for his one number where you dial, they phone, and they, the person who picks it up goes, what country, which, which area would you like? Which area do, you, do they live in? Mm. I don't think that would be that hard to, instead of the operator going, which services would you like? The service that can get my online friend, you know, some medical treatment, please? Ambulance. Oh, yeah. Should be happy that the, uh, friend, his friend knew where they live. No, my friend's having a seizure, so help helping. Where does he live? Somewhere in this area. It's a good, well, it's a good thing that, I mean, it's a it's a it's a cool story. I'll have to say, I don't know if that would work so well for us. It's like, God knows that Stefan has, uh, you know, randomly gone quiet in the middle of, uh, you know, gaming <laughs> or recording, and we're just like, no, oh, he's probably just falling asleep somewhere. Meanwhile, he's just dead in his bedroom. It's like, oh, I mean, I mean, so we don't I find mean, out for like a, we don't find out for like a week. Yeah. 
His parents yeah. are like, <laughs> his parents come out, his parents check up on him in like three days. I was like, oh, that's not what that's not what I was expecting to see. Oh well, yeah, you're pretty buggered if you do it for me. No, look, I don't think your parents would be on the idea that you go look at you and just go, shit, Steph's dead. Oh, I can see my parents doing that. So what we're saying is that from now on, we need to always have webcams on when we play games. Just in case. Just yeah. always have a webcam on and see me snoring in my chair. <laughs> a, web, a webcam. We'll have a webcam feed and uh, we'll have like we'll have like a little text blurb that's just like the the phone number. For our nearest police station or nine one one services, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like our it's like our, our communal life alert system. Yeah. I've, we, we, I've we, had a seizure we, and I can't get up. Please call the the nine one one for me. We want all gamers to start doing this. All streamers, everything, uh, especially live streamers. Live streamers must have this on at all times. And have then, you, and then all of a sudden, that's all what's gonna happen is and then all of a swatting, yeah, all of a sudden, swatting incidents are gonna increase by twelve thousand <laughs> uh, percent. Actually, maybe maybe just keep it on the download between good friends, eh? Yeah. So, anyway, that was that was some happy stuff that we did some jokes at our own expense for. Well, to be honest, if you knew his full name, you could just give the police his full name. I'm sure they could probably work out where he lives from that. Yeah. Well, I mean, in this, in this, especially in the UK, when you have to be registered, basically, yeah, for your residence I mean, uh, and shit like that. I mean, it says in the BBC article that the friend had the contact address anyway, but they didn't have any contact numbers for the house, hence why she went through the police. So, yeah, it works out. So, with that, with that nice little happy. Now, now what you don't story, know is the the game they were playing together were trying to find out who they are and they're trying to ban them for giving out information. It was Fortnite. <laughs> they should ban them for giving out personal information. They should ban them for playing that. Fortnite. That, oh, that's, that's, that's true. Let's, let's you not should, do that. You should definitely ban them for playing White Knives. <sighs> right. For playing... <laughs> yeah, before before we end up like becoming into another campaign of how to, you know... How to hate. Get rid of, get rid of, <laughs> get rid of epic free-to-play games. Uh, let's let's wrap it up for this week's podcast. So, yeah, if you enjoyed what you heard, please like, share, subscribe. We're available on YouTube and on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. There's also the channel full of YouTube videos. You just search Immaterial Gamers. Don't go to YouTube.com/slash/ImmaterialGamers because you'll end up on my private YouTube, which is wrong. Why is that your Why is that your private one? Don't ask. Something to do with custom channel L's and stuff. More the question was, do you hate Crunch? And it seems to be the idea that everyone hates Crunch. I like Captain Crunch. Not Captain Crunch. I think I think the mouth ripping of Captain Crunch is a little overrated. Yeah. It's, uh, Minced it's beef. fine. But, uh, yeah. There's also the Twitter. Uh, Twitter.com slash Immaterial Gamer. The Facebook, which is Facebook.com slash Immaterial Gamers. And other stuff and all that is left to be said there is to thank Duncan and Stefan for everything I have a question well, you know. when did my private YouTube channel movie become Massimooney113 IMMG that's, that's I don't know you probably did you that know. <laughs> I don't think any of us have access to your account so that would be a you thing yeah oh god Stefan fell asleep and landed on his keyboard and actually changed his account there is times where, I, where I've got so obsessed with a game I'm sure I've Got up in my middle in in my sleep and played it. 
That sounds right. You know when you show when you get up the next day and you go, I want to play this, and you sit there and you go, I didn't log out here. Can imagine, played... can imagine if you were like really good at at uh, certain games only when you were sleepwalking, you know? Like, what if Stefan's like secretly a pro a Rainbow Six player, but only when he's sleepwalking? <laughs> only when he's sleep. <laughs> oh, that con- oh, that concerns me. So, you know what, that, that question is something we will think about for a whole week. By the way, the only game I've ever noticed that on was RuneScape. That concerns me even more. This was quite a few years ago. Jesus. Professional RuneScape player. But Sleeper agent. Bed. A, my, my sleep me has its own special account. <laughs> wow. It just smooths me for the fun of it and then goes, no, I log into me. <laughs> Masamune ZZZ. It sounds about that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Until next week, we shall see you then. For God's sake. John Wick 4. John Wick 4. Is it, is, have they brought any John Wick games out? And Why have I not played any? Yes, John Wick Hex. Have a look at that and talk about it next week. We'll see you then. Don't oh kill each God. other. And, uh, no, in fact, for that matter, don't kill each other. And, uh, if you see someone dying, like, on a live stream, uh, save them. Call, yeah, Please. call for medical professionals. Bye. Yeah.